Slingers presenting Ubaldi Reports. Hey everybody, this is John with Ubaldi Reports. The one podcast provides fact, not fiction, on all issues facing America, whether globally or domestically. And with me is I got my two great co-hosts. One is Joe Bitts and Ray Krause. Both are Marines who, uh, when Joe served in Iraq and Ray was a, a veteran Marine, I served in Iraq and Afghanistan, but always bring up different things that... Um, that impact America. And the one we want to talk about today is the Durham report. This is the report that was issued by John Durham, the federal prosecutor um, who was investigating the origins of the Russian collusion narrative that was transfixed the country ever since 2016. And it was, it depends how you look at it. It could be, this was a nothing burger or this was very damaging I would take the latter because when John Durham issued his report, he basically said that there was no reason to start this investigation at all. And the FBI and the DOJ just ran with it without doing even the basic rudimentary investigation on the origins. Now, hold on, what, John. I, I want to stop you okay, just for ahead. a second. Go ahead. Ray has a question. Go for it, I think Ray. it think it answers so right go for so your I question. Have a question that kind of comes with this you know it's going to come down the road but what's the uh penalty for trying to undermine a sitting united states president that's a very good question we haven't been and throughout our history we haven't been it been at this point like we have now so right now i can't answer like there's going to be um, i think everybody was looking for some type of indictments or criminal prosecution of those who were wrongdoing. I mean, I have an answer to that. Isn't it for treason? Isn't it death? Well, for treason, but you have to be charged and you have to be indicted. I mean, now, but they were trying to be? they were trying to remove a sitting president. Okay, but the um, the bar for treason. That's why they don't really charge treason because that goes back to Chief Justice John Marshall back in 1801 or 1802 with the um, the trial of Aaron Burr. He made the treason charge so high, such a high bar to reach, mm-hmm. because he looked at humans are, are humans are humans. He didn't want, and especially we were such a fledgling democracy, he didn't want future generations to charge, use the word treason and use it so cavalier that so he put the bar up now on this one. Well, hold on, John. Why would some people consider the Durham report a nothing burger? Because there was no indictments. Okay. Was well, held, okay. No so it was a nothing held. burger. So for say the Republicans not indicting anybody from the Democrat. Now, if, had this been reversed, had this been had they been trying to remove Hillary or oh or Biden, been, would, would this different. be different? Yeah, it would have been oh, far yeah. different. But what John Durham and John Durham, just people need to understand, is apolitical. Nobody knows what political party he belongs to. No one. He doesn't do anything. There was no leaks coming out of it. But what the Durham report showed is the FBI ran with something without doing any um, due diligence. They didn't even investigate. They, all of it came from political, from political operatives. And what we have known is Hillary Clinton is the one that pushed it. Um, they, she paid for it. Basically, she paid for the Steele dossier. And to remind our listeners, the Steele dossier came out in, I think, January 2021. Hold on one second. Check your Wi-Fi. Make sure you're on oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, I'm not on Wi-Fi yet. Okay, he's not on Wi-Fi. Hold on. Set it up there. I forgot to do that. I'm pretty sure Glorin will cut all this out that we're talking about. 
going to be one of our checklists. Yeah, give it a chance to get on. I forgot to, sorry about that. It's on. Okay. There we go. All right, so now we're back. Go for what it. What I say is the Steele dossier was the impetus to get this going. And the Steele dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton through um, her legal, her legal, um, a legal company and through Fusion GPS and Perkins Coy was the legal firm. So they paid for it and then they pushed it to the FBI and the media. But the FBI, through the Durham report, didn't even do the very basic. They just took something, got it, and ran with it. Does the media have anything to kind of like or do the does the media have any blame for all this oh, as mo well most definitely because they were kind of like in the hint of oh russian collusion and they just ran with it because the media had something against trump now people can fault donald trump for a lot of things if you hate him i got it if you don't like the guy i got it you don't like his policies i understand that but the media has their own ethics now there's something like i've mentioned many times on this podcast there's something called the Society for Professional Journalists Ethics Code. Mm -hmm. And the first thing it states is the accuracy of your reporting. And speed is not an excuse for putting out an inaccurate story. Yeah. So the media failed that one. And if you go down the list, they failed every one. Then one of them was using sources you can use sources but you have to vet your sources you have to understand where your sources do they your sources have an animus against the um the person you're investigating in this case yes have you read the durham report i've started i read about 30 pages so far it how just, many pages is it it's like 300 pages Jeez. um when you have you discovered or have you found anything that they're not really talking about well uh, in the media uh, that might be a little bit, you know, uh, what, what was going on? Well, there's two things. One is Peter Strzok. First couple pages, he talked about Peter Strzok had a hatred for Donald Trump. I mean, think about it. Does, does anybody who wants, does anybody want an investigator investigating you that has a hatred towards you? Mm -hmm. The other thing is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's fingers and paws are all over this because when they did the Michael Sussman and they didn't get a conviction on that one because a lot of the jurors came out of it and said, well, this is old news and let's, we got bigger fish to fry than doing this. But in the Michael Sussman um, trial, it was revealed that Hillary Clinton's campaign manager pushed the, Re the Russian collusion narrative. I mean, what he said is Hillary pushed the Russian collusion narrative to the FBI, mm -hmm. and the FBI ran with it. But they never checked the sources. Like I said earlier, I read the Steele dossier, and my first thoughts were, man, this is very damaging to President or to then candidate Trump, so, and at the time, President elect Trump. So, last point. The, yeah. But the point that I brought up is then the next thing I said is. Has this been verified? James Comey was interviewed by Brett Baer. He asked him, did you verify that Steele dossier? And he goes, no. And he goes, what do you mean, no? Really wasn't interested in verifying. They had no interest in verifying anything. And look at the damage they did. We had one um, FBI attorney pled guilty to altering evidence and then submitting that altered evidence to get a, um, a surveillance warrant. So why are you repeating conspiracy theories, John? Are they conspiracy theories? People can say there's conspiracy theory or not. What part of my, what am I saying that's a conspiracy theorist? I mean, tell me, 
what John Durham came up with is almost the same thing that um, Robert Mueller came up with is the same thing that Michael Horowitz came up with, who's the inspector general of the DOJ. Mm -hmm. There was no evidence to move this forward. So if they say I'm a conspiracy theorist, tell me where my facts are wrong. Yep. Is this now the proper and most opportune time now that we know that every, I would say like the last six years, per se, ballpark was a lie? Would this now be a good time to start investigating those who um, maybe said it the loudest about this whole Russian collusion? Maybe people like the very people who decided to dis, uh, put this investigation forward. Uh, is it time to actually investigate them? Like well, Adam the, Schiff? They kind of they kind of did you know. with the Durham report. But see, I think this point is we just highlighted it. It's going to come up to the American people. Because I was interviewed on a radio show today. And the host was like, well, John, what you said is factual. But at the same time, there's another half of the country still believes that um, this is false. And what I could tell to a lot of people who are against this, now think Who's about telling it. them it's false. That's a good question. Well, the media, if you listen to the media, you've got MSN, CNN, New York Times, Washington, all kind of downplaying this. Now, think about this. All these media outlets, like the New York Times and the Washington Post, they got a Pulitzer Prize in December of 2018 mm -hmm. for their extensive Russian collusion reporting. I thought they got Pulitzer's for. And then four months later, John, um, uh, John um, Robert Mueller came back and said there was no evidence that anybody directly or indirectly in the Trump campaign or anybody associated with Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Mm -hmm. So... We kept push so the, you got to think about. It. They got the Robert H. Murr Awards. There's the Peabody Awards. There's the Edgar Allan Poe Award. All these awards for this Russian collusion narrative, and now we find out it's false. It was all a lie. The FBI and the DOJ, working with political operators from the Democratic Party, meaning Hillary Clinton, pushed a narrative that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians. Do people need to be? arrested in order to validify the Durham report? I think for some it does, but I think at this point that was never going to be the case. Could, is it going to be the case because Mayor Garland is preferably leans right or left well, and, there was no, and that other people that might be implicated are left and he's not even going to start right that? But right now there was no, there was no um, indictment submitted to the DOJ, so that's not going to happen. The only way these people are just going to be shamed of what they did. So the media, I talked to a friend of mine who's a demographer. He tracks trends. The media needs to do an overhaul of itself if they're ever going to get right. And what he meant by that, think about it. The Russian collusion narrative we found out was a lie. Mm -hmm. Then they pushed that till it couldn't push anymore. They remember during the 2000, October of 2020, they said the Hunter Biden laptop story was a um, disinformation. The FBI had the laptop for well over a year. They knew it was authenticated, and they authenticated it. But during that period, they worked with the tech companies. We found out in the release of the Twitter files that the, the FBI had about 78 agents assigned to Twitter suppressing that story. Now we're finding out that's true. Look at the um, origins of the coronavirus. The Department of Energy, even the FBI now, has said it, stated that it looks like plausibly it came from the uh, a lab leak. So my question is, and this is going to go back to money and investigations, 
what is the point of of all these investigations at the end of the day is it more like a, a pr or is it more like you know i mean what are we doing what is what is the overall goal of an investigation that's going to cost man hours uh finances all this stuff just to you know go go ahead on the six o'clock news and say up oh, see they were wrong and up oh, see that was a lie how come there's no the, accountability the problem is we are in such a polarized world right now and if you remember like the watergate issue the watergate period they came up with the church commission which looked into abuses by government agencies, the intelligence agency, FBI, DOJ, and but it was bipartisan. We had at that time both sides can r- realize there was abuses of power from the Johnson and Kennedy Johnson and the um, Nixon White Houses. But the Church Commission came bipartisan to solve some of the. How do we not to get to these? That's why we came up with where Congress came up with the Freedom of Information Act, where you can request documents that government agencies have. They have to uh, produce that. So we got a lot of safeguards and a lot of things that changed. The Inspector General came out of the, those, um, those, uh, that era. But today we don't. I mean, I would just tell the, the, the Democrats, think about this. As much as you hate Republicans, as much as you say MAGA Republicans, as much as you disparage Donald Trump, and don't go by what Donald Trump said. Go by what he did. Think about this. This all came out of the Obama White House because John Brennan, the CIA director for Barack Obama, briefed President Obama and Vice President Joe Biden that this was going on and this was coming from Hillary Clinton. And they didn't do anything to stop it. And all these media, all these politicians like Adam Schiff, how much time, how much, how much, how much have, um, has he stated since this all came about? He's seen, because he was on the intelligence committee. He even chaired the committee. And he said many times, I've seen the evidence. We've got mountains of evidence beyond circumstantial. And he even criticized the Durham report this time. So I would ask, and I wish the media would te- would would question him and say, "Okay, uh, Congressional Representative Schiff, you've said this. Where's your evidence? Produce it." Well, he has it. He just doesn't want to show it to you. But see, this is the problem. <laughs> you get the media, but see, the media has a certain due diligence. When you write a story, okay, like for myself, when I write a story or I talk, even though I lean I'm more conservative, but I don't report something. Because many times Joe has asked questions on this podcast and asking me for an answer. I said, I got to go back and research it to get my information. So why hasn't the media done the basic? Okay, with they've interviewed like a MSN, Face the Nation, all these morning, Sunday morning talk shows, CNN. Adam Schiff said, I've seen the evidence and I'm going to present that evidence at a given time. Okay, the Durham report's done. Michael Horowitz did his report. And so did Robert Mueller. Okay, Representative Schiff, where's your evidence that concludes Russia? I mean, Trump colluded with Russia to throw the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. And even Democrats. But you do need, have, we do have proof that Hillary Clinton tried to throw off the 2016 election. Because she wanted to take it away from her in an email scan. But I would ask even Democrats. Remember, 
when Adam Schiff speaks, he's speaking for the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party jumped at it. Remember, they said Russia hacked the DNC. We don't know that mm -hmm. because the DNC refused to have the FBI look at its server. They went with a um, was it CrowdStrike out in California, who then determined um, that um, the DNC was hacked by Russia. But the FBI just accepted their word. When does the FBI ever accept a third-party word in the investigation? Well, between that and then, do you have the? You also have the uh, guy who's speaking for, on behalf of the Democrats, who, you know, he was sleeping with an Asian spy. So I even yeah, that's his own ethics. That's um, so I mean, we're not even getting that's Representative uh, Stillwell out of um, you know, Swal Eric Swalwell yeah. out of California. Yeah. And I mean, we have a so, lot of problems coming out of the Democratic field where you're you're not really for us, and we're seeing that because it's it's in your own record. But see, the problem with this is this: um, Alexander Solzhenitsyn made a comment um, back in 1978, and he admonished the media. He's a famous Russian dissident who wrote Gulag Archipelago, talking about the Gulag system and the, then the Soviet Union. And what he said was. You push a lie, I'll paraphrase it, but he basically said, you push a lie, he's talking to the media, you push a lie long enough, people tend to believe it, even to this day. There are people, even the radio host, still believes Trump colluded or did something nefarious with Russia. And there's no evidence, no matter how much I tried well, to tell him, there's no evidence to suggest that. Right. All these investigations have found nothing. Yeah. No, and I think that was truly the plan of, it was the, of, plan. The, of the Democratic Party was just get enough say the same lie over enough so much to the point where most majority or half of this country is going to believe it and then whatever you tell them later down the road well know. look they, at the russian just, that's the truth that's what look it at, is look at the hunter biden laptop scandal it came out in october of 2020 and they made it sound like it was russian disinformation the fbi was involved in twitter to say to squash this then you had 51 Senior level intelligence operator, those who ran the uh, director of national intelligence, the CIA, you had Leon Panetta, who was a very, he was a Democrat, but he was very respected on both sides. He signed his name to this, John Brennan, James Clapper, Michael Hayden, from both Republicans and Democrats. But we now found out there's emails that showed Michael Morell, who was the former acting CIA director, twice in on the Barack Obama administration, worked with uh, then Mike uh, Anthony Blinken, who was a foreign policy advisor to uh, then-candidate Biden, to push this narrative that this was Russian disinformation, had all these individuals sign their name, and even in the letter they never saw the information or the evidence, but even the intelligence service at that time said this is not Russian disinformation, but anybody who said something different was squashed. And Joe Biden, because they needed a talking point, and this email said they needed a talking point for the VP for the debate. So when he got in the debate with Trump, who brought it up, they said, see, this letter confirms this is Russian disinformation. Booster Gold 2442, no, no one got charged. And that's what we're talking about now. And, and right, nobody's gotten charged. You've got James Comey lied. He's now a professor at a university. Andrew McCabe lied and fired. He got his pension back. He's now working for CNN. Uh, Peter Strzok, he works for CNN. 
James Baker, who was part of this, he was the general counsel for the FBI. He got a job with Twitter until he was fired by um, Musk. Elon Musk. So all these people got involved, and they've been rewarded. Book deals, no matter all the lives they ruined. So Booster Gold 2442 says, because there was no tr- no crime. I wonder how he feels about Trump. <laughs> uh, did you go whatever um, Monopole said? If we all have oh, I info. missed that. We all have info. Biden would not be president. Even uh, either the chatting. The chatting. I don't know. The what? We're not going to say anything disparaging because that's how we got kicked off Twitter last time. <laughs> well, but even with Joe Biden, think about during the 2020 election. Okay, how many crime crimes and how many charges in Trump's case? But look at the thing is between the the way. Think about this. Look how the FBI handled. Anything dealing with Donald Trump. Oh, the cheating. But look at anything they dealt with Donald Trump. Take the um, the classified materials. Compare that how Joe Biden had, was handled. Did they do the raid of Joe Biden's home? They allowed his attorneys to no, handle. They knocked on the door nicely oh, and be like, no. "Hey, can they, we?" Go and in? they allowed, and they also allowed Joe Biden to go back to the scene of the crime. They didn't do the same thing with Trump. Right. Look how they investigated. The same people that investigated Trump. They took the screws to him, but look how they handled Hillary Clinton in the classified email scandal. I had a classified... 33,000. I mean, I had that. Mm -hmm. But yet, if I did what she did, I'm in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. Right. For 30 years. Also, Booster Gold saying 67 counts. Was that the whole New York indictment? Is that the charges? 67 counts. No, it was not. I mean, there might have been six. But I mean, it's charts, just. But none of them stuck. But it's just the way that. I mean, I've, I will hold both sides accountable, but if it's done fairly, that's all the American people want is fair and honest in investigation, not we're going to hold it one set of standards for one group. Has the media ever challenged the Clintons, especially when it came to the Clinton Foundation? Has anybody noticed how the Clinton Foundation basically collapsed it, after she le- she lost the, the election coming soon the ubaldi reports foundation <laughs> so look at look at the, we but, have influence i guess i mean but look at all this i mean it's just in this totality has anybody investigated hunter biden we had they had 20 shell companies of llc's money would go into one llc to another to another to the the per, to the individuals you had $10 million get flowed to all the Clinton, I mean, the, the, the Biden family, including the grandkids. Explain to me what business did Hunter Biden and the Biden family do? Nothing. I mean, everybody goes, this is, he has a right to have a private, be a private business owner. But what did he do with all this money coming in? Mm-hmm. For his house in D.C., that was fifty. And this is, I mean. <laughs> well, he's, avo- he's avoiding baby mama. I know that. Okay, but there's a point. Look how, what are all these feminist groups, these women's groups who are all over Donald Trump, but said nothing when Joe Biden, now, still he's been, a, it's still an accusation. He's never been indicted, never been formally charged. Right. Look how they treated the Tara Reid issue. There was all, we need due process. Mary Hirona, the senator from um, um, Hawaii, said men just need to shut up when it was someone accusing Kavanaugh. But when it was 
vice versa to, to Biden, well, we mean, need due process. We and always they, talk about the double standard. I mean, there's the, always a double standard in media when it, when it comes to conservative and liberal, Republican, Democrat. I mean, and it's just, I'm not saying it's something we should get used to, we, but, it's, but it, I mean, we still, I mean, we have to find a way around it. There has to be a solution where we can kind of shove it back in their face. Well, they, well I think the podcast, those other things are doing, but the other thing that's changing, look at the, um, look what's going on right now. I mean, the economy. Yeah, you can say unemployment's low, but inflation is higher than it was two years ago. Gas prices, food prices, rent, car bad. prices. Yeah, I feel bad for getting Disney annual passes, so sorry. So, about that. I mean, it's just, and then look at going back to the family issue. How would the media and Democrats would have handled if Donald Trump, I mean, Don Jr. or Jared Kushner or Eric Trump would have fathered a child? With an, an escort or a stripper, not take responsibility, not pay his child support, not, and then not recognize that girl that was born. And Booster, then, Booster, you're just being a troll now, John, buddy. I got a question for you. What's that? Inflation. Why is there inflation? <laughs> yeah, inflation just came out of the blue, John. Why? You is know what? I know where it came out of. It came out of the well that they're not digging anymore. That's where inflation came from. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But see, all these things, but the media doesn't cover this. If this was a Republican, this would be just blowing up the, the, the stratosphere. But now the credibility of the media, because they've gotten things wrong for so long, and it wasn't just, I got a story wrong. They blatantly knew it wasn't true, and they violated every standard in journalism. Even in journalism school, they're teaching these kids crap. So who is... More responsible for the inflation. Well, oh, hold on. Yeah, well, well no, let's go back because he, he does bring up, he goes, imagine there were, wouldn't be inflation if Trump was president. But the thing is, he's already kind of came in. And he said he, he knows the, 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 the he knows the root problem. And, of course, as soon, day one, he's he, oh, he's like, open up that, open up this pipeline, do this, do this, do that. And he'll tank the oil economy again where he's picking up barrels of oil for less than $3 a, a barrel. Well, the question you ask. Here's, here's my question. Who contributed more to inflation, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Two people I would answer that question to who can give a backup who caused inflation. One of them was Larry Summers, who was the Treasury Secretary for Bill Clinton and the Senior Economic Advisor for Barack Obama. And the other one was Steve Ratner, who was also a Senior Economic Advisor to um, Barack Obama, both of them planted the seed and said the fault of inflation is Joe Biden. Larry Summer was dismissed when he said when they were passing the American Rescue Plan earlier in Biden's uh, first term, and he said by pushing all this $2 trillion, you're giving money into the economy, which we didn't need to do because everybody was coming out of the, the pandemic, and it was only going to raise inflation, and he was dismissed. Steve Ratner, I think it was 2021, um, said this was solely the responsibility of Joe Biden. You spent and spent and spent, and inflation got up to 9.1%. Okay. Is that why can we're I, at where we are for the June 1st issue? But hold on. Can I pipe in for a second? Is that you would think that the stimuluses over the COVID period would have something to do with inflation, right? It did. Okay, and Donald Trump was the first to initiate that stimulus. So a little bit, a little bit is on him. Like Okay, the, when Donald Trump did it, that was when the economy just 
everybody shut down because what if he's not going to do? I mean, I didn't really want him to pay us, put all that money, but you had to take yeah. care of people who lost their jobs. But then when Joe Biden came in, we were coming out of the the pandemic. The economy was taking off because we shut down. Remember, the first quarter after the shutdown, the economy tanked. The next quarter, we jumped. We had a 33% growth in the GDP, and then it just went up from there, not as high as 33%. So Escort brings up a good point, and now what do you think? Go ahead for it, Ray. So Trump's $2 billion tax cuts had, or $2 billion tax cuts had nothing to do with it, LOL. The reason, and that, that also comes from the Congressional Budget Office. That had nothing to do with the inflation. Um, infla- in- with inflation. When the Congressional Budget Office stated, when they passed the, the tax cuts, more money poured into the economy. Now, even the, the Congressional Budget Office, which is a nonpartisan group, stated the benefits of the tax cuts was at the lower end, of not the upper end. So people think that only the rich benefit. No, more of the lower end benefited from that tax well, cut I know. to the we, rich. We've, and we actually felt it when that did happen, did we? The problem is every tax cut that was issued, beginning with the ten- Kennedy tax cuts in 64 that was pushed over the line by Johnson, uh, Lyndon Johnson, then you had the Reagan tax cut and the Bush tax, eventually the, the, um, the Trump tax cuts. They've always stimulated the economy. The problem is spending never comes down. And that includes both domestic and for the military. It's not cut spending. It's reforming how we spend the taxpayer dollars. Mm -hmm. And we just never do that. And that's like right now with the debt ceiling. They're talking about raising the debt ceiling, but they never really get the fundamental question of let's reduce Spending. Do we need all these government agencies? Okay, well, Do maybe, we need all these government programs? Let's look at realistically here. Okay, let's just say maybe did maybe did Biden just walk into a perfect storm? Okay, him kind of shutting down the pipelines was one thing. That's on his own. But there was a supply chain disruption, especially when there was a, a ship that kind of went sideways in one of the uh, in one of the the routes that they couldn't get supplies through there in order to come over here to the u.s you know you had covid uh especially you know and then you had stuff with china which would just you know limit the 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 supply so did maybe biden just kind of like in coming into his presidency just kind of walk right into this like oh all this stuff is going on and will the ship write itself okay the problem with all that is once the economy shut down, it had it disrupted the supply chains, and we found out that most all most of our manufacturing was was pushed overseas. And mm-hmm. Joe Biden was been in the Senate since '73, voted for everything that shipped jobs overseas. Now, once the economy tanked and everybody was locked at home, there was nothing to spend. You couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. You couldn't go to restaurants. You couldn't go to hotels. You couldn't go on vacation. So everybody had all this money. And then when the economy started opening up, everybody had money to burn to spend. But the supply chain didn't keep pace. So what Joe Biden did by passing the American Rescue Plan, he gave more money to the consumer, but he never fixed the supply chain. That's why we still have supply chain disruptions, not as big as it once was. Like an example, every 
time I go to the grocery store, I go to the baby formula aisle. There's still a shortage of baby formula. When people think you're weird for doing that. I just yeah, want yeah, to I'm that. sure they think that. You but, see an old man buy baby formula. Like, What's going but the on reason here? is there's still a shortage of a lot of things. I used to work at a restaurant before I work at the company I work now, and we always had, so this is through 2021, and into 2022, we always had shortages coming in from our suppliers. And then you factor in one of the biggest things that Joe Biden did that exacerbated inflation was when the economy was starting to rev up, he pushed down the demand for energy. He did everything to make us less energy independent, to be more energy dependent. And we are dependent on Russia, OPEC, and Saudi Arabia and Venezuela for our energy needs. Even right now, you watch going into this summer, there was a report issued by a nonprofit utility company that looks at how the grid is being handled with with our, um, our energy. And they said there are more than likely going to be energy disruptions because there's more people needing power and everything is being electrified, and then all the natural gas plants are coming offline. And that's being forced by the, the states and some of these cities to force these utilities to go uh, to go green. And they're not going green fast enough. And couldn't, they could never go green fast enough. So why is Joe Biden taking it upon himself to start searching for lands up in Alaska to start drilling when he himself put a, a legislature forward that we cannot drill on any more federal lands? The reason was that because he, he knew it was, it was certain and politically can say, see, I approve this. But that takes time. Right. You just don't just drill a hole and out it goes. But why is he all but of he, a sudden, we I think a what he, pipeline already, right? But I think, no, we don't. Well, it was... It was slated, but I think right. he did that more for political to show that, hey, I am doing this when he actually isn't, he's making it worse. Like even now he wants to put power plants through his EPA that 90% have to meet a certain um, environmental, environmental issues, but there's no way these natural gas can, plants can operate. So they're either going to have to conform or go out of business. A lot of them are just going to shut down. The only thing I know is that whatever president I am under, that I'm become a millionaire. I'm going to follow that. Per, I'm going to follow that party till till I die. So, you know, he has a good chance. Come on, Joe. I mean, I'm rooting for you, but I, but mean, I mean, but see, but this goes back to the original point when we did the Durham report. Had the media been independent, I mean, look at just the way the press conferences go with Joe Biden. Look how they're handled with the press conference with his uh, press secretary. They're very conciliatory. Remember how the press handled, treated uh, Donald Trump? They just tore into him. You had Jim Acosta was routinely ripping into Trump. They showed no decorum. President Biden barely takes a press conference. He'll take five questions and move on. I, I think... What I'm going to be able to take away and hopefully the other 14 listeners take away is our politicians have every ability to undermine a sitting president. But we have to make sure that we file our taxes every April. But here's and an example. Those people that are doing the exact same thing. Well, I have to mention all the level, debt that's going on yeah, here. They got it. You know, they're going to enforce it. On well, I mean, you make a good point. I can't pay my credit card, <laughs> but I want you to increase the limit, please. No, but, but you make a good point. They expect us to adhere to the law when right. they themselves violate that same law. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. Congress. <laughs> that's just like Congress. I mean, look what they, they're trying to pass a law where it bars 
members of Congress and um, their staff from engaging in stock trading because they get information that the public doesn't get. So there's a lot of things. I just follow whatever. I'll just buy whatever stock they buy. There you go. <laughs> uh, John, how can they go ahead and get a hold of us? You can get a hold of us by going to um, UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. You can check us out on all our social media platforms and also all our podcast streaming sites. Um, keep following Ubaldi Reports. My goal is to do this every day because there's so much information to confine to just a 30-minute period. And then I want to be able to bring in guest speakers from around the country who have a certain expertise in a particular topic. Um, also, I'd like to thank my two other co-hosts, Joe and Ray, keeping me keeping it going. So make sure we can provide the information. I don't expect everybody to agree with everything I say, nor do I want them to. I just want to put the information out and let you do with what you want. I just want the media to be fair and unbiased so we can get the facts to the American people and not cover one side differently than they do the other. But, Joe, you also have a, a pretty good podcast that you do. Yes, Ray and I, we have a podcast called All American Gunslingers. We talk guns. Um, well, it is All American Gunslingers, but we do. I guess our podcast is Good Guys With Guns, where we talk about guns, uh, marine stuff. Uh, you know, we try to have like some playful banter and – with whiskey, cigars, and we get really graphic. At times, we at times, yeah, we can get we can get kicked off TikTok if we wanted <laughs> we, to. We, yeah, but I <laughs> we're professionals at that. Now. Have you been kicked <laughs> off TikTok yet? No, but That's we're trying. Right. Let's get it. These guys get more animated, more graphic than me, and I've been kicked off TikTok twice. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna do our next live in a pool like all the other girls do it. Yeah, and it's like give me a break. They get. Pushing, I get kicked off. <laughs> Go <gonna> figure. <laughs> and then uh, uh, we're uh, we're still building our website, allamericangunslingers.com. You can get a hold of us. All things All American Gunslingers, social media, allamericangunslingers at gmail.com. Uh, just, you know, check it out. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. All right. Keep listening to Ubaldi Reports every evening. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, we live stream it. All right, take it easy. Until next time, keep listening to you, Ball.